Wow. Hi, everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming to my page, Open to the Universe, QHHT. My name is Jennifer Martinez, and QHHT is Quantum Healing Hypnosis Technique. And this was developed by the late Dolores Cannon. She was amazing, truly is amazing. Um, here we are in the future, 2022, and she has left such um, the most amazing energy Um left over from her life and she feels very alive. I mean, I always can tell she's here with me when I talk about her. And anyway, so today I kind of wanted to talk about, um, so I do, I am a practitioner of QHHT and I am going to invite my uh, colleague, my coworker, um, Blair Hall. She's amazing. She's a practitioner as well. Um, level two practitioner of QHHT, Soul Speak, Reiki Master. She's quite a bit, all of it. Um, she'll be joining us here in a few minutes. Much. Yeah, she should be on here anytime. Anyway, just real quick, I just kind of wanted to talk about uh, my topic today is going to be Soul Speak. So her daughter, Julia Cannon, is amazing as well. And during the time of Dolores figuring out quantum healing hypnosis technique, she was developing and it came through her daughter. Um, and hey, hello, here she is. Hey, can you hear me? Cool. Okay. So yeah, it was just, um, explaining Dolores's daughter, Julia Cannon, and how she came up with um, this amazing book to help um, kind of just co-create with QHHT, um, Soul Speak, Language of the Body. So Julia came up with this book through the higher self. I mean, they literally came through her, gave her these beautiful, like, messages and guidance to write this book, to, to teach us how and why we have issues or maybe an accident in our life. What are, what does that all mean? Where is this coming from? You know, because our bodies are just so amazing. Um, we really shouldn't even have any aches and pains. And I mean, we really are meant to be just pain-free, symptom-free, um, really living our best life because we are magnificent. Our bodies are magnificent. Um, we can heal ourselves. I mean, we can make ourselves sick. Um, so that's why I just really love this technique too as well. It's such, um, it's amazing to know that uh, we don't need to look outside for um, healing we can receive healing from our own selves. We just need to look within. But most of us don't understand that, nor do we, um, we're not even usually in that state of mind of thinking um, that we are able to heal our own self. So um, that's another reason why I love putting this out there because I want everyone, whoever listens to it, to know, wow, you have the opportunity to, to figure out what's going on in your life and um and heal yourself for sure um 
I wanted to read the first page. So this is from The Higher Self. And Julia wrote this book in 2013. So probably just, you know, before 2013, but published it 2013. Um, and she... This is from the higher self. As long as you stand, you're standing in your own power, nothing is too great of a load for you. So what does that mean? Really it just means that, <clears throat> you know, when you live your truth, when you know yourself, it's just like I go back with my other podcasts, trusting yourself, self-esteem. I mean, self-image, where are those at in your life? I mean, do you care about you know, your self-esteem enough to work on it, to make sure you're not too pummeled down or you're not too egotistic. I mean, there is this beautiful balance we really can hold when we become aware of it. Um, so I just wanted to see, Blair, do you want to talk too? I wasn't sure. Or, oh, Oh, is it not like connecting? Holy crap. Let's see my, okay, there it is. Ha ha, I figured it out. Or maybe I didn't, maybe I just muted you. Hang on, oops, <laughs> I think so. Can you hear me? Hmm. Can you okay. Hear me? I can hear you. Oh, Yay. okay. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think I did anything. Okay, cool. It worked. I'm just glad. I wasn't sure. Sometimes it's like testy. Awesome. So um, I kind of like this morning, what I like to do before I do my podcast, um, focus on, you know, the topic, you know, and really like bring in the the other side, the angels, the guidance team, the whoever's on the other side wanting to participate. <laughs> so I'm always like, okay, guys, let's get some good messages out there into the world and um, help people who may not be particularly on their right path, but maybe super close, or maybe people are really stuck and lost. And so this is just going to be such good guidance for them and their own self not looking really too much outside, but, you know, a little bit. Um, yeah, I kind of have the, the book in front of me and, um, and it's basically like what I love about Julia is she just really like has this different spark than Dolores, you know, Dolores is like this, like such a sweet grandma, loving feeling that you get this motherly feeling but then Jul julia has this like sassy spark i don't know she just really like spunky a little bit more um and so she took this book very serious because she's she and she even says it too is like she was a serious person she worked as an er nurse so super serious super like logical, just very straight to the point. And so when doing this book, she um, got in her head a lot and they would like cause her to have issues so that she could then realize 
wow, our bodies are creating these symptoms or pain or discomfort. And she was actually having these pains, discomforts and all of this um, throughout the book. So that way she could really understand the language of the body. What were the messages? Why was she given the messages? So it's really more or less like connecting to yourself so that you can then understand, wow, that is why my hip hurts or that is why my back hurts, my lower back. I have all these things weighing on my shoulders, like life, got to pay for all the things. Like maybe you're that only person in your household that makes the money. So that's a lot of weight on some people's shoulders. Um, and so then you could have backache, shoulder pain, neck, neck issues. So, I mean, that is essentially how it works. What I... Um, so it's like, what is your body telling you? What is the pain telling you? So it could be as simple as that, like having too much on your shoulders and you having to take care of the whole household. That can be a lot for some people. <clears throat> um, and then why do we make ourselves sick? You know, it goes down to all of it. Uh, did you want to ask me questions or do you just want to follow or just listen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shoulder issues. Woo. Yeah. It's what's really cool about that is like, um, yeah, you don't want to go back to, yeah. So she really dug in when she did this. She really, like, really connected the other side. She really received, oh, I can't, no. Uh -uh, I thought you were, <laughs> I thought you were just typing to me. No, I can't hear you. That's weird. Because I did hear you a minute ago, and then it just went out. I thought, uh-oh, where'd she go? Oh, it just doesn't, it says they're connected, so... What do I do? I do not know. What the heck? Why is it doing that? Let me go. Mute. I just wondered if I can unmute it. Unmute. Connected. This is so weird. Because other people I can get on here and it's like no problem. You hear them as clear as day. Weird. Just. Invite as a speaker. Let's see. Sender invite. Okay, so I just resent it out. So hopefully that works. Did it work? What the heck? <laughs> what the heck? Okay, can you hear me now? Y yeah, yeah, I can. technology. I always think it's the other side. I'm like, you guys, just let us be connected, please.
Uh-huh. Oh, sure. Uh oh. some reason I can hear you but then like it'll go in and out like long periods too like it'll be like I won't hear and then I'll hear like a needle and then nothing and then a long period of time and then nothing I was like what let's see I was trying to see if there was something not what I wanted What's that? Oh, it's, oh, like Podbean. I can hear you right now. It's just kind of really low. That was what was, I was trying to like get it lumped up more. I guess I didn't realize it being like that. I guess that's the whole, like, trying to work it out. I don't know. Whatever. Go ahead. Stupid thing. Silly. Silly. I guess maybe I need that on. Bluetooth. Not connected. Weird. I can a lot better. Yeah, way better. So I'll put, I'm going to put. Oh. I'm just going to type 
Dolores Cannon and Julia Cannon, and I always like to do that. Okay, I'm listening. This weekend, I went out on the road and went and picked up Peter Marshall, which is crazy. Oh. Yeah, and there was a book. We're trying to get it down to the We had to reach above the head and pull the awning so I could try to close it. I thought it was a quick. I think too much effort. The next day, I went out on this book. Oh, wow. interesting like just me um well the nervous system is the second most important part of your body the nurse nervous system and when i was looking in the book just as i'm like listening to you i like to look at julia's book as guidance because i'm still super brand new too you know it's like yeah i understand some messages but we're super unique too in our own way so sometimes those messages are meant strictly for you to understand and not me and so just the gist of it like a main is like the right side of course we know is the current life and your arm is super important so it grabs things that brings you into the future and it, it gets you going and you're moving and but <clears throat> when I look in the book, it says it's like an overload of the nervous system. Like there, you have an overload inside of you. There's this worry inside of you. And maybe, and maybe not, you know, but that's what it's saying in the book. And it's funny because when I read my friends and my family, I, uh, it's the weirdest thing. I know that it's something that I'm going to have to work on too is constantly work on it is is I get this like block of like what it can mean for some like you know a friend or um, a family member and um, uh, so it's funny how it does that to me and then like someone random I'm like oh I've got this like we're super transparent so <laughs> like this is what it means but um, just for instance like uh, what was I going to go back to? I wanted to read something in another book. Because um, I just thought it was interesting that that happened to you. Had it ever felt that way before? That was what I was going to ask. Um, so, no, it even felt like it didn't feel like that to 
actually it's a Yeah. So you do have a little bit going on. It's a lot, or a lot going on. You have your whole family, and then you have this whole business. You're all trying to organize and everything, which is amazing. Yeah, it could be a lot. And then all of a sudden, those muscles tightened up with your nervous system. And it's like, pink. Uh-oh. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder why, first of all, I can't hardly hear you. <laughs> it's like barely. I'm like my ears on the on my computer speaker because <laughs> I'm like, what? And I hate to say, what'd you say? What'd you say? I'm like, oh crap. I'm trying to listen and be, <gasps> yay. I can hear you just like that. Perfect. I did not do nothing. I was like, just sitting here like, come on signal. <laughs> I thought it was a signal. Okay. That's interesting. So, okay. So you said it's interesting that it only hurts at certain, cert, with doing certain things. Yeah. Interesting. Hang on one second. Let me see if I put my 
pedophile would it be? I have one. Can you hear me? I just wondered uh, if I put my headphones on, if I could hear you better. No. <laughs> I was like, no. I'm just struggling to hear you. It's really weird. Yeah, because it's not like I'll hear you for a minute and it'll be pretty good. And then all of a sudden it goes right to like super quiet, super like then I'll hear like two or three words and then nothing and then two or three words and then nothing. And it's weird. Can, can you hear me any better now? I can hear you super clear now. Okay. I put, I put uh, headphones on. So maybe that'll help. Yay. Okay. Woohoo. Now I can hear you. Now I feel like I can be connected. I was like, ah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. We're getting somewhere. Sorry. I don't know what was happening there. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. What I like is, um, okay, now I can turn my smidge really. Um, so it's your muscles, it's your, you know, they're obviously all connected inside. So as soon as the nervous system is on alert and you have things going on, so when we have a little bit too much going on, you know, and you're at this like pivot point of your life is like, you got this really cool career stuff going on and it's like we you're doing this huge platform like okay but ground zero starting at ground zero it's a lot and then to make it flow and make it flow with these people and having people come into your group and making it all flow perfectly like that takes a lot out of a person <laughs> it just does like i admire you all for like doing it because I know me like I would probably do so good for so long and then I'd be like okay I can't do it anymore I'm voting like, <laughs> so it definitely takes a really cool unique person to be able to like hold their own and like yeah. be solid about it but also like you're still a human you're still like you know hello you're still out emotions you still got like it's still a lot for you but you can it's like amazing you can handle it it's like wow but then you know you'll still get messages from the other side of being like maybe you have too much or maybe if you went this way about it when i was reading julia's book too it's like we're maybe we're doing what we need to do but then you need to go maybe in a direction where it could be like not so hard on you a little bit more easier on you of like all right, now I got some solid people. Now they can do this part, and I don't have to worry about that part. Yeah. Yeah. And I know it all comes in time and flows, but that's kind of what I was in that moment, um, even though it was, like, messing with your voice. And stuff. <laughs> I was like, that was what I was thinking is, like, wow. Oh. Yeah, you have, like, a lot going on. You have your regular work. You got your kids. You got your, you got your family. And yeah. You're 
trying to have a personal life with your man. And, you know, like all these things are big things. If you really think most people just have one job and go home. Right, exactly. Yes. Right. Right. I'm trying to explain. It's like, yeah, you got like a whole list and that, and they're big things. They're not little things. So, um, that to me then is this pressure of making sure that what you're putting all your energy in is actually going to be successful. Like that worry, that pressure of like, you want to be successful. So it's still at the beginning. It's still, really new and still at the very beginning because most people have been doing this maybe 20 and 30 years and they finally get to that point of comfort of like ah now it just goes like julia for instance could you only imagine when she was first writing this book she she had a heck of a time because she struggled with being very serious and not being very serious like they wanted her to not be so serious and she was super serious she's like no this has to be this way. And they were breaking her down a little bit. Like, no, it doesn't have to be that way. Like when you read her book and then her monologue and like, she really struggled. She said, really? And so, and you know, I, uh, I, I do want exactly what you're talking about. Like, I really do want it to be this, this business thing. I want it to be, Exactly what you said. Like, I want it to be easy. That's the goal is I want it to be easy for everybody. I don't want it to be a pain in the butt. Right. I definitely feel like on some level for some people that are part of it right now, it does right. feel like this, very, like you said, this very serious thing. Right. And right. although it's serious, I want it to be pleasurable, if that makes sense. Like, exactly. the, the work that we do is really important and it's really validating and it's helpful to the people doing it, but also, of course, the clients. And right. yeah. Yeah. And it's mm. the amazing balance that we get put in. And so, like, when I was kind of briefly going through the book before I came on here, I was like, she's like, life is a maze. So sometimes you go down a dead end, and it's not really even a dead end. You just think it is. Or maybe the illusion gave you that. Um, but it's amazing how then when we get in those weird situations of feeling like, all right, this is a lot, a little overwhelming. Is it going to work out for me? Instead of maybe feeling that uptight in that moment. And that's when then you call upon your guardians, your higher self. Um, and that's where our work then comes in and it becomes that like super special part of us where we can tap in and it's like, all right, I got a higher self. I have a guidance team. I really need a little guidance. I need a little help. I need you guys to organize this flow. And, and it's really neat when you do tap into that part of yourself, I think. Yeah, I, I was listening to something yesterday. It was a, a healing kind of thing. And she was talking about taking pain medicine and she had quit taking pain. I don't know what pain she had, but it must've been enough to have narcotics. And, uh, she quit taking it for a while. And it's not that the pain was gone. She was just, just quit taking it. And I've done that before too. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said, uh, right before she took the, the next, the next time she took pain medicine, she actually talked to her by herself and said, I just don't understand. I can't, I can't understand the messages that you're sending me. So I'm going to take this to help me. 
and the pain medicine worked a lot better than it had mm-hmm. in the past. Um, I don't, I don't know. You know, I, I had a, uh, as you were talking there, it was reminding me of a dream, very strange dream I had on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. So two, two nights ago, uh, I had a dream that my daughter who is 11 now mm-hmm. was an infant, like four to six months old. Mm-hmm. For some reason, this child could, she was a baby, but I don't think I put her on the toilet, but somehow she got on the regular toilet, uh-huh. the adult-sized toilet. Yeah. And she was sitting there and I was just watching her. And then she just, it's like, cause I was thinking, aren't you like, that's a little young to be on the <laughs> sure. toilet. Yeah. And, and, uh, and then she just like relaxed, you know, like, you know, babies have to learn to sit up and all that. Sure. Yeah. She just relaxed and fell back and fell into the toilet. And I'm like watching this whole thing. And her, her, her head up to the top of her shoulders were in the water. And I was still confused. Like, what, you, you knew how to sit up and now you don't. So then I just picked, I just picked her up and, um, and then I realized she wasn't, it reminded me of those images where they show where babies get put into the swimming pool, you know, when they're really young and they just yeah. automatically hold their breath. That's yes. what it kind of looked like. Uh-huh. And um, so I sat her back up and I was thinking, you know, well, she should start breathing. Well, she didn't really start breathing. So I was like, Oh, we got to, knock this stuff out of her. So I started patting her on the back and, uh, and then I, and then I either went out of that dream or something, but interesting. Uh, that was, yeah, that was kind of weird. And I didn't even think about it until at the library. So this is right after I did the chalk stuff. Yeah. Um, there was a woman there who had three children, all three of very small stature, just tiny people. And she right. had a baby on her front with her, with a sling. And I just yeah. saw that baby and just instantly remembered that dream. Uh, yeah. Wow. Well, I don't really know what that means. Yeah. So g- dreams are every time I would ask a, um, about dreams in sessions, cause people would, Oh, like, you know, the last few people that I had wanted to know about their dreams. And generally the higher self came in saying that, um, depending on the dream if it's scary or if it throws you off it's generally your fears coming out but they're all like like a message for you but what i'm noticing now is that we're tapping into this parallel life um Mm -hmm. not saying that that was a parallel life but we're seeing other lives in Mm -hmm. our dreams so even that could have been a message of um I don't know what that really could have been. That's a tough one because it really, um, you know, water. I think of water, and then you were on the boat. I think yeah. of life, and think of you know, I've had pa- like I can't mentally go on boats because you know I've had the past life of drowning. So mm-hmm. me now, I'm terrified of water. Like I'll go swimming uh-huh. to my waist, and that's it. Uh-huh. That's as okay. far as you go water. I I. Uh, like when we were flooding on the north side of the park, I started uh-huh. a little bit have a panic attack. I was worried yeah. about people there where the water went all the way up to their ceiling. I thought, oh gosh, they can't. I was like instantly having the fear of possibly like someone drowning or me drowning. It's weird how that can be in our yeah. DNA or in our cellular structure memory, you know. It's crazy. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's a tough one to, to know exactly. What I also was going to say too is like they said it's like, you know how you, you don't really mean uh, when you say something and you go, oh man, I put my foot in my mouth like that. Mm -hmm. You really put your foot in your mouth. So it's the same kind of analogy. It's like, you yeah. know, yeah. It's so it really goes off. Cause I mean, I have the weirdest little dreams too. Like I told you the other day, mine was weird. And after I told you it, I forgot all about it. But before then I held on to it for like weeks. Isn't oh, that okay? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what was that all about? So yes, it's funny you say that about the fear too, because last night, just before I woke up today, mm -hmm. I had a dream that I was with people or, you know, it's like, you know, basically with people, I wasn't alone on my own or even with my family, I was with other people yeah. and somehow yeah. I had to eat and they gave me this stuff. And I don't remember exactly the conversation when I was eating it, but I got the impression that it was okay. And yeah. I ate like, I don't know, like three quarters of a cup or a cup of noodles. And yeah. then it was after that, that I thought, Oh my God, did that have wheat in it? Were those wheat noodles? And then I, and then I was like running around panicking, thinking, Oh my God, my, my guts are going to be like, killing me. <laughs> you stopped me with dairy. I'm like that with dairy. Yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> it's not the first time I've had a dream about that, but, but that was the most distinct. And actually I think what happened was, I mean, I don't know if this influenced it, but yesterday uh, I got a, a poke bowl. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's basically no. sushi in a bowl, right? Oh, okay. And they didn't, it's like they'll put rice and, you know, lettuce and other things. With oh, them. okay. So it's like a salad, a sushi salad kind of thing. Yeah. That sounds really good. Put some extra sauces on it and. But yeah. of course, me, I'm like, oh, it's probably got soy sauce, and the, one of those soy sauce, one of those sauces I like does have soy sauce, so I know it's gonna have a little bit of wheat. Yeah. I didn't say anything about that, and she didn't even put all the sauces on there she should have. So I was thinking, good, you know, like basically, I didn't do the best yesterday. Is what I'm saying. It wasn't a lot. It didn't seem to cause me this problem, but right. Uh, still, the paranoia. Yeah, it is too. And also, we have to remember not to be so hard on ourselves because, like. I just said that in my last couple of podcasts in the back, like a little while ago, because, you know, we are creatures of habits. We can stay in a habit, but also when we're starting out something new, sometimes we get cut off like that. We get cut off. It just happens. We have life and things happen and maybe we didn't plan that day. And maybe we were already, when we woke up, we were already off. And that, that is the universal rhythm of ourselves. We have a rhythm where we're not always going to be like yeah I'm ready to go yeah I'm on it I have my water I know what I'm going to eat you know sometimes it just happens where we're like okay I'm I'm here and that's all you're going to get from me <laughs> so it's like so you're going to be like okay I'm just going to eat that that seems perfect and yeah and so that's interesting that we can create um, you know just what can be created in our minds, how powerful our minds are. And, and that's why we come full circle back to soul speak. And it goes right back to your mind and how the higher self or your guardian angels or guardian team, guidance team sends us messages through our body that we don't really are, are not really even aware of. That's what I think is, you know, amazing. Once we become aware 
oh, wow, I got this headache. Oh, wow, I have back pain. She just said back pain this. And it's not like it's exactly that meaning. And that's yeah. that's why I love Julia because she's wrote this book. She's like, these are just the basis, but we're all unique and we're obviously going to have a little different scenarios for each of us. Um <clears throat> I just think our bodies are amazing and they're miraculous messengers. You know, it's like once you really understand that you're receiving messages and that you're really, you really do have a purpose here right now on the planet, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, this is my purpose. And I was way off. I was over here trying to do, and then this is so funny. So you did that session on me and I asked, oh, do I want to do accounting and stuff? I thought at first it was like going to all work out. And <laughs> it was like another $10,000 that I would have mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. So it's like, okay, maybe I won't do that. <laughs> it's a little bit much right now. Plus we don't really have that kind of like income to just be, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, angels, I love you, or guidance team, or whoever's like slowing me down. And then this, all of a sudden, you know, you, it's all started to come back. Was like, okay, full throttle. And Dave's like, pick out a recorder. He's like, you need some kind of like recorder to record your sessions. You know, like I don't have a video recorder or anything like that. I was oh. using my phone, wow. but I think I need like something separate. You know, just like I think we talked about that. So that way I have something separate and I can put it on a tripod, set it up, do the session session so that you have video slash audible. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) which makes sense. I mean, it'd be pretty cool to see yourself while you're under as well as... It would. Yeah, I think it would help Uh a lot of people understand that they are... I think it would help them to see the outside and the inside because when you're under... Yeah. And the inside is, you know, you're getting all that information, whether it's, it, you know, it's the time it's not in words. You have to translate that. Right. Um, Sometimes, like, even that last session that I had where the words didn't come out when they were in the SC, but if I, right. you know, if the person was sitting there watching themselves, they would see that stuff was going on because. Right. I mean, she wasn't all out having a seizure, but she was definitely having these. And she remembered that she was having those movements, like strange, jolty kind of movements. But it was like at specific times and it was in specific ways. And uh, also like several times where she was, I could see her lips were starting to move, but it's almost like the air wasn't going through the vocal cords. And I can remember the first couple of times that I was under, it, it was an effort. I almost had to like pull myself out of the deeper state to get myself to be able to push the air through and pronounce the words. So it's yeah. not like I wasn't hearing the person or answering the questions. I just wasn't answering them outward. Right. Right. And so it'd be really neat to record it, show you it, and let you understand how much your body or the ego side can reject. You know, it's all about your ba- your belief system. So sometimes it can reject, you know, um, the SC from coming in, the higher self, or the and that's kind of why I feel like your body flips and jerks and because you're trying to let it, you're trying to relax and let it go as far as, okay, 
I want to see what's going to happen. I want to see what's going to come out of me. I want to, what's my experience? Yeah. So I feel like there's that battle that your mind does with the other side and uh, that ego mind part, you know, it's like yeah, a little. And it, I, I find words kind of funny the way people, I mean, even us, even in the um, script that we use, you know, like the words sometimes they they seem off. So uh -huh. I've, I've had a client um, who, he wasn't against any of this stuff, but he, um, he had a Christian background, mm -hmm. um, you know, past lives weren't dominant. I don't, he wasn't opposed to them, but right. I wouldn't say that he was really comfortable with them, but anyways, so he's, he's going to the happy place and all of that. And it's funny the way he was describing it was, uh, it's, it was, uh, you know, my imagine in my imagination, yeah. So you're using words to clarify what it is. Right. Um, instead of just talking about what you see, which is, right. I guess it is a kind of a strange experience. It really is. Like, that's another thing that I love about quantum healing hypnosis technique is because, wow, you see so much. Sometimes we just can't break it down into words. Because I think when you first go under and you've never had this experience and you first go under, it's you're like, whoa, what am I seeing? Wow, I'm seeing a lot, or I don't know what I'm seeing, and I don't know how to break it down into a word that can explain what I'm seeing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for me, it was, yeah. it was uh, the first time I did this, it was very strange to be on, I was on a couch. It was very uh -huh. strange to be on a couch and aware of the questions and yet seeing these yeah. things. Exactly. That, that, that at the same time was really weird. And it's funny that, you know, we talk about the energy moving and, you know, how you, we can see on the outside visual evidence of that. But right. I would say even going under, if you're aware of the energy, you can also feel it because the first time I had a session, I had, as I was, it was driving an hour. Yeah. As I was driving, I started to notice, oh, I've got the beginning of a cold. That stinks. Oh, well, it'll be okay. You know, it's like, one of those things where you think, yeah, I got a cold. It doesn't feel like it's really bad, but I can kind of feel like I don't feel great. Mm -hmm. so for me, it's post-nasal drip. Like I can feel back there. I call it six knots. Terrible, but I do. I call it six knots. Like, oh, I can feel it. So okay. that had just started mm -hmm. an hour of me going there. And I go get on the, which I'm sure it's so I can tell the story. Yeah. I go get on the couch and I do the session. And it wasn't until I did the hypnosis part Um you know, if you lay back, sometimes it'll drip in the back of your throat. That makes sense. Sure, some of that had happened, but this was not the same. This uh -oh. was like, it was, it's almost like it was getting stirred up. That's genuinely what it felt like. Yeah. Um, it also reminded me of, I've, I've, I've had that same situation right before I get a physical massage. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm a massage therapist and I did it in school. And they tell you, they say, no, if you're getting a cold, do not get a massage. And the reason being is you massage and you move everything around, including okay. whatever's in your lymph system. So mm -hmm. essentially what that does is it helps to perpetuate and move the cold around. Well, oh. when I got the massage like that, I felt totally fine. It was a head cold. All the rest of my body, they got up to my neck and I could actually feel it getting worse. And oh. then the cold that I had after that was, you know, probably five times worse than it would have been if I had not done that. That's what it felt like on the couch while I was under hypnosis, it was like that area that had the yuck 
was stirred up and made worse. Right. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And then nothing came out like during the session about that or just um, honestly I didn't even say anything about it because I was just thinking well I've got a cold and it was kind of weird that it, it well the whole thing was weird because it was a, a new experience but it was like it was very strange that I was seeing things and getting information and then having to translate and um I'll say that I felt probably you know not most of the time but and I'm sure this is uh, me, not the practitioner, but yeah. I have felt in the past a couple of times that the practitioner is kind of leading me to come to conclusions. Yeah. Whereas now I think I'm better at saying, Nope, that's not, that's not correct. Even if somebody says something, I'm just like, yeah, no, that's not, that's not the way it is. Or, or you ask, they, they ask a question and I say, no, it's just this thing. Like, I think there was a time that I was a bird Right. eating fish and I think it was you who were asking me questions about eating this fish and I was like no I'm just happy eating the fish that's just it's just great yeah uh, oh, I didn't feel like you were leading me to anything right oh it's neat how the first session we just feel so like we can't almost control what's coming out but then as you have more and more sessions you start to shift this part of you like then you realize oh wait a minute I can kind of control what, yes. yeah, it's amazing, actually. I, I feel that as I go through these sessions and have them done on myself, or if I give one, I feel that shift of like, wow, I'm more aware, I'm more in tuned, I'm more connected. Yeah. I really like it. I think it's, that's what brings me back every time to quantum healing, hypnosis technique, as well as soul speak. It's like, Wow, yeah. I become more connected, more aware. Um, yeah, also in the Soul Speak book, um, I thought it was interesting is nothing, and this is from the higher self a quote, nothing is beyond limitation, anything is possible. It is merely a matter of how much you are willing to believe. So that is the biggest because we all kind of grow up with our own belief system of as our surrounding, our family, what we grew up in. Some people are super strict Catholics and super strict Mormons. And, you know, you think about that. Or there's just no religion at all. And you don't know what you believe. So it's, it's really neat. Um, it doesn't even matter any of those belief systems. I feel like anyone who chooses to get a session with quantum healing hypnosis technique or soul speak like you're you're going to receive something some kind of answer it's like your higher self i'm finally saying finally you've reached this age and you we've made this agreement by the time you hit 40 you wanted to be connected so here you are you know so i think it's really neat with the whole the whole thing is that we're even in a human body that we come down here and we forget that <clears throat> I think I even said in my last session was like we came back to this particular timeline to fix the glitch. I was just like, what? When I hear that, it, it um, it's amazing to me. I don't know. Yeah. I just think it's, uh, and most people can't even understand it, I think, and I I feel like your vibration has to be, you have to raise your vibration to the point where you're comfortable hearing those things and not like 
freaked out. Some people are like, no, it's <laughs> not possible. Yeah, I think, well, I think often, oftentimes, um, well, I think the clients that I wind up seeing, even this last one that I, that I had, um, they, they have raised their vibration because, well, they probably are kind of like we're there. Uh, but yeah. they're surrounded by people whose vibration is not the same. And so they feel very different or they feel like nobody's going to understand them. But when they find quantum healing hypnosis and, and the, yeah. the way that we talk about different things and the openness with which we talk about it, right. it's refreshing for them. Um, I mean, right. I can't tell you how many of them I've, I've had them say, uh, <clears throat> you know, I don't, I don't say this kind of stuff to most people. And then of course they'll say it. Right. And it's right. because they feel safe and they feel like they're not going to be judged and there might be more, um, an, on some level analysis of what, whatever it is that they're saying, what does it mean? Or what's, what's the purpose of the message? Because they kind right. of have already gotten to that point where they're getting messages, but they don't know what to do with them. You know? Right. And, and sometimes, uh, when they are surrounded by people who are not at all on that plane, they, it's frustrating because somehow they know right. that there's more truth out there than what they're being told. And they just know that that person is not whoever it is that's influencing them is not. So sometimes I don't have the opportunity to talk about right. the things that seem so strange to everybody else. You know, the nonlinear thought, the, uh, you know, belief that there is something better in the world, that kind of thing. Right. You, st you start second guessing yourself. You start um, thinking, okay, then never mind. I mean, when you're surrounded by that, it's, it's tough. That is for sure. Yeah. And then I fall back on sometimes when people do that and then all of a sudden then something will happen like an accident. And I like to bring that up because I feel like that's the most fascinating to me. <laughs> Because how could we get in these horrible accidents and them actually meaning they're a message from the higher self? And so mm -hmm. what was interesting is when Jasmine, my daughter, lived in Florida, in a part of Florida that just was really low energy, really low energy. I mean, like, it was pretty much the ghetto part. Um, not mean or anything for people who have to live in that environment you know but that's fine if you have to but I was just saying that um there were a lot of accidents she kept telling me oh my gosh mom there were four accidents today this guy got t-boned this guy got um hit from behind this guy got hit from you know so when that those things happen I was like oh my I was like, those people are super asleep and their angels are like, wake up and we're going to force this, force you almost to wake up and we're going to, so like when you have a head on, <clears throat> I just thought it was mm -hmm. fascinating. To me, it's just fascinating <laughs> because I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, so a head on is um, to stop you on the path you're on. So sometimes people are on the wrong path and they think they're on the right one. Like, um. Maybe it's um, selfishness and you just want to do drugs and drink and you just don't want to care, right? So that might not be the path you were meant to stay on, maybe to experience for a little part of your life, but not the whole part of your life. And so then they'll have you do a head-on. They'll cause a head-on. 
and that's just to stop you in your tracks so that then your life will change and you you hear about those kind of people it's like oh I got in this horrible accident but then this turned around and I met this amazing guy and I met him at the hospital and he was so amazing and then before I knew it I fell in love and before I knew it I you know so sometimes those are always such bad scenarios even if in that moment it feels uneasy bad why did this happen to me those kind of things um yeah. i thought that part was really intriguing to me because i'm like oh my gosh that's horrible because when i see that uh, i'm like oh my gosh that's terrible so the other day i think it was the day that you left actually you know all those ambulance and all that oh, went yeah. Uh, yeah, I knew, vehicle. Uh -huh. I knew, I knew the kid. Yeah, oh, he flipped no. his car like several times. He had a puppy in there, and the dog actually almost died waiting for the ambulance. So those kind of things go through my head. I'm like, hmm. So Jasmine went to the taco bus and got tacos, right? I know it's uh -huh. surreal, but she actually hung out with him while she was there. They were getting food. He was uh -huh. getting food. She was playing with the puppy, and he was like, hey, um, I got to go to Bozeman. I'll see you later. I'll see you, like, in a couple days or whatever. No big deal. Yeah. His friend. She was like, okay, cool. See you. And she was just, like, playing with the dog, and then he left. And literally right after he got in a car accident, she goes, Mom, when I saw him, I felt off. Like, I felt like he was off. Even though, like, I didn't judge him, I thought maybe he was tired and whatnot. Uh -huh. um, but she's like, "That's how I felt. Is that he was off?" And so it's an it's amazing how the angels come through and how they could be. I'm not sure if he was in a in a different state of mind or whatever because I didn't talk to him, I didn't interact with him before the accident. But just me um, connecting to that and connecting to why he would have that kind of accident is like maybe he was off enough to say hey you're not so let's see um on the right path is what i was going to say and um when you're in those accidents depending on where you get hit or broadside or um you well, know i like didn't a, see any other vehicle it seemed like no he, rolled it. Okay. he like um he just overcorrected it was just him. He overcorrected and flipped his car, I think, a couple times at least, which then made me think, okay, wow, they really wanted to stop him on his tracks. Like, whoa. Turn his world upside down, you know? Right. And what was that supposed to be for him? So now here he is, dog's almost gone. Like, it, it almost died waiting for the ambulance. Uh -huh. Um and, and it was his little baby. Like, he loved that puppy. So I'm just like oh my gosh, what did you have going on in your life? I would have been really curious to hear what I he had. I think he's okay. Yep, no, nope, they're okay. They survived. EMT, all of them made it to him fast. I mean, they kicked it in the tail. They got I was so happy about that part. I was like, yep, we have the best um, emergency system here. I mean, they are on it. They, they don't mess around. So that made me feel really good and even though it was a little intense and it doesn't really happen often here and we don't have like sirens and stuff often so then when we do we're all like alert <laughs> we're like what's going on yeah 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 um but yeah i feel like there was a message to him so hopefully he received that um 
going through his accident, even though they're horrible and sometimes people are lost in accidents, but um, is that's- he, Is he in the hospital? Yeah, he did have to go to the hospital a couple of days, for sure. Oh, okay, um, but he's done? He's back yep. out? Yep, mm -hmm. yep, and then luckily he has tons of friends. He just moved here, actually. I don't know where he's from. Oh. Server at one of the restaurants in town, and so just Jazz knew him as far as same age as her. And Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's from here. Mm -mm. Oh. No, so it's interesting. It's interesting really comes here. Yeah, no, it's just interesting who, who, how they make it here, how they think that this is, I don't know. It's kind of expensive to live here, so I don't know how most people survive when they come here by themselves. Yeah. Well, he's with his family, though, right? Um, I don't think so. Nope, he just has a lot of good friends. He's very social, very, like, Ooh. outgoing and very, like, hey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he works at a couple restaurants as a server, so he's just super outgoing. Um, he served us like a week, two weeks ago. I mean, we went out to Wild West and he, yeah, served us. He has this wild fro and hair, but he's a white guy. It's hilarious. <laughs> Some people just have really awesome hair. <laughs> like, you guys are lucky. Uh, but yeah, so that was, I mean, yeah, that was kind of a crazy thing. But that, you know, anyway, that meant something. It means something. He needed to wake up. He needed to revitalize what is going on in his life. And um, that it wasn't just an accident is all I was really saying. It's like it's more yeah. to yeah. Um, yeah, and it's how you receive that message. And, um, and sometimes people don't. And so then things continue to happen to those people. But it goes off your belief system. What yeah. do you believe in? And um, do you believe your body is amazing? Do you believe you have a higher self? Do you do you believe you have guidance team? Um, oh, well, I really loved what you the video you showed me of Bashar. Matter of fact, I I've already shared that with a couple of people, but like Bashar, um, the the Bashar video where he's talking about you got your physical mind, and then the filter mm -hmm. is the subconscious, which is I love it. In a uh -oh. way that helps you live out your theme. Yes. Yes. And then the the higher the highest subconscious or no, what do you say? The so that's the subconscious. Then the unconscious, unconscious. is the higher self. It yeah. is source. It is it is oneness. But right. it's that subconscious that's filtering things. So that's why QHHT, when we get to that part and we make it basically we cause it to speak a language that we understand. Right. Then it's it's just it really helps with things like I, right. as you were talking about all that stuff. I was kind of thinking and I was thinking the other day about my arm. Like yeah. I was just noticing when it hurt and so forth. And it what it's really doing is it's affecting my grip. Like I Ooh. cannot grab. I can't open jars very easily. It's I'm having to make big or, or any kind of top. Um, wow. That's that's the part that feels the weirdest because it's like this deep pain in there so i'm like wondering am i trying to grip onto something right in a way that is not what needs to be and and because i have to shift to the other arm i have to shift to doing it completely different no matter what but right. to do it with the other hand is better so right isn't that amazing like as you talk through it as you pay that's what i mean it's like becoming aware of it it's like okay what are you telling me? Oh, mm -hmm. all right. 
okay, so I can't, I, I love that because that's, as I was going, um, you know how you were saying with the um, pain pill and like you, that girl would take it and mm-hmm. say a little, almost like a little prayer. It's not like a real a prayer, yeah. but like, hey, this is going to work for me. So that's your mind. <laughs> that's you negotiating yeah. that little negotiation. You know, it's like, okay, I know there's pain there. And uh, placebo effect, almost, you could have almost taken something that was a sugar pill and, and right. pretend like it was that narcotic and was like, Hey, this is going to (laughs) work. It's amazing off of our belief system, our mind, what we tell it. And that's self-talk that's affirmation. So we can, you know, create good intentions for ourselves all day long and, and start out with our day being, you know, it's, it's not easy. That's for sure. That's why I always tell people to not put a whole bunch on their plate at first. If you are intrigued by this, you know, it's like just do one good thing for yourself for the day. And when you do that and you keep adding to it as it's easier and easier, then you can have your affirmations, do your yoga, do your meditation. You know what I mean? Yeah. All these things to your life immediately. I I know we get like super ambitious and we're like, oh, I love it all or whatever. Um, But I feel like some of us put too much on our plates and then it comes crashing because we still have lives. We still have to work. We still have families. We still Mm -hmm. have all these extra stuff you have to do. And then we fall out like as far as we're not able to practice those things anymore affirmations and then and then we get tired and then the bad talk comes in you're lazy you're this you're that and you start the bad talk versus like you're amazing you've got this just keep going and take it easy on yourself and you know it's all it's it's amazing that it it has to has a lot to do with our words (laughs) <laughs> but and our you know our mind our words and like how we think and um yeah what we say to ourselves it comes down to all that yeah mm-hmm. it actually makes a huge difference what i find too is it, what's really interesting i think is when people are talking and telling their story mm-hmm. sometimes i'll use phrases that they don't recognize what the meaning of them are is you know um like if you were to take, like if they repeat a phrase kind of, uh, you know, more than once where for some reason you take notice of it, if you pull that out of the context yeah, and you just look at that phrase and see what the meaning is, I find there's sometimes there's answers in that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think that's intriguing. Amazing. Hi, Cheese, you keep coming in. <laughs> I have a person who keeps like popping in every second and they're like little screen names cheese. It's great. It's like they come in for a couple seconds and they oh, there they are again. Hi cheese. <laughs> your name? Must have, uh, Type your name. Issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there you are. Where's yeah. where is cheese Hi. from? Where's where are you from, cheese? And um, you can use, you can just type it in. That'd be oh. great. Welcome. UK. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> United Kingdom. That's incredible. All the way on the other side, basically, of the world. It's, that's one thing I love about the Podbean is you can get anyone in the U.S. 
or anyone around the world in your, in the moment that you're doing it. It's really neat. I love people. I am in Montana. We're in Montana, the U.S. All the way. So yeah, Yellowstone National Park, that area, if you even know where that is. Some, I like to use that as like kind of, uh, yeah, and it's pretty cool. Um, you know, just a, that it helps people know where you're at because most people love Yellowstone National Park. They all know it's the, you know, yeah. first definitely oh, internationally known <laughs> yeah it's cool yeah so welcome thanks for coming to the page and listening to us so we are talking about the universe and the higher self and um just what comes through the body so sometimes we have aches and pains and we're both practitioners blair and i we're uh, practitioners for quantum healing hypnosis technique as well as soul speak and um and it's amazing because we all have angels and we all have a higher self and a guidance team so we have more than just angels sometimes we have maybe just one angel or several or um what i've noticed too by doing sessions is sometimes it's your ancestors like i did this one girl and she was young. She was like 26. She wanted to have a baby. She wanted to have all these things. And she didn't have any of them. And uh, she, uh, and her, her guardian angel was actually her aunt. And I thought that was really neat. And then it, um, like her guidance team was like her grandma and like another. So it was like all these different, it wasn't just like an angel. You know, they all like mm -hmm. were someone to her. So I thought that was really neat. And she had a name for like each of them. One was Sarah, one was Emily. And I just thought that, I mean, yeah, the, those are like, Sarah's my niece, Emily is my daughter. So I thought it was really cool because she didn't know oh. Sarah was my niece. She knew Emily was my daughter, but she was naming these names. You know, she just uh -huh. didn't know what you're going to say to. You just, it just comes out. So I thought that was really cool that that matched for me and I was like, oh, wow, universe. <laughs> that's cool. Well, that's a perfect example of co-creating. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was intriguing. Because the first time we did her session, we kind of rushed into it, and it didn't work. And I was like, you know what? I want you to meditate tonight. I want you to relax and don't put so much pressure on yourself. And we'll do it first thing in the morning. Because she, like, they stayed at the house next door when we had it and all that. And, um yeah, she woke up fresh and everything, and then we were able to actually do the session because she put too much uh, pressure on herself, mm -hmm. you know, of like, what am I going to see? And she's super young, you know, so she had this like, oh, what am I going to basically see? Know. And she was my um, one girl who is a, uh, what do you call them? Oh, when someone passes away and they have to come and say that they're actually gone. Oh, I and don't know. Oh, and they work for the police. They're, um, oh, um, yeah, like it's someone's it was kind of like a mortician, but it's above them. So if someone takes their life, they have to call in them, and then the police call them in and say, okay. And then the, uh, oh, why can't I think of the name of it? That's so weird. And then she's like, yep, he died of this. Yep, he's legally dead. Like, that's oh. what. She Oh, I know there's a name. Corner. <laughs> yes, corner. Holy moly. Like, I knew that. It was, like, at the tip of my tongue, but I was like, is it? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, she, so she had a lot 
um, of life and death. You know what I mean? Like her life, she couldn't have a baby because she had the pressure of thinking that her baby would die. Yeah. Cause she like lived like her whole twenties. All she did was mortician and then corner. So she got fast like, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And she would see, um, you would have to go see them and they would die horrifically, you know, car accident, take their life, whatever it is. She would have to see the aftermath. So what I thought was really special was um, when I first met her, I instantly said, they're all here to say thank you. And she was like, what? You know, she was like, she just looked at me across. Oh. But that was my first message to her. And she was like, let me tell you what I do. And I was like, what? Because I didn't know what she did. I didn't know her. I first met her. I just mm. first met her. I was like, oh, you're so cute. She was just a cute young girl, you know. And her husband is our friends. So we never really met them. And this was kind of like a whole, like, you get to meet my wife and da 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 You know, mm. they just got married. They're all super young. So they just got married. And uh, literally, that was when I first started really understanding I was receiving messages. So I thought oh, that was I see. Cool. Yeah, because I didn't pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then when I realized and then when she told me what she did, I was like, oh, I got chills. And then we all got wow. all excited and all we could talk about was like the other side and this side and how she Yeah. So I thought that was wow, how we're connected and how they're just right there. Um people that leave their body, you know, they're, they're in another dimension, they're in another realm, um, but they're still there if you need them, you know, like they're in your heart, yeah. they're connected to you still no matter what, even though what I thought was intriguing too is when we did my session and how you had me, after I went through that past life, I'm like, I feel like a sister, like sad for me. And then after a few minutes, I felt like I didn't even know who who I was staring at, nor did I even recognize, because I was still in this guy body. Like when I would stand there, I was still in like the dude's body. Like I was like, wow. why am I this guy? Like literally I go, in my mind, I did at least. I may not have said it out loud, but like in my mind, I was like, why am I staring at this lady in the bed and I know she's gonna die but why am I staring at her like I couldn't recognize who she was anymore I couldn't even recognize the the guy I was anymore so I thought that was I didn't really even say that part to you really I don't know if I did I don't but, think so yeah no it kind of blew my mind a little bit like I was like why I felt so disconnected that's all I can even think of. It's like, why am I staring at these people? Why am I here? Yeah. I thought that was amazing. Well, I, th I think it, that uh, the, I think part of the reason that we get like that when we're under is that it allows us to see the message without being clouded by essentially what it is, is emotion. But like, yeah. you know, when you're completely involved in your life and nothing seems any nothing seems like it could ever be more important yeah. than whatever's happening in your life. And it's because you're completely consumed by it. Like the, you're right. So, um, <clears throat> Michael Singer, I think it's in his untethered soul book. He describes like 
you know, we, we go watch a movie and we see, we see this thing and sometimes we get completely lost in the movie, right? We right. see it, we hear it, but we know that we're still sitting in the, the movie theater, usually cold, right? Right. Um, but he said, now imagine if you could see it, you could hear it, you could, you were thinking the things that the person was thinking, you were in their body. Yeah, and they ha- so essentially what that does is complete control over what you're. It, you lose track of the fact that you're still sitting in the movie theater. Is what he was kind of describing. And wow, um, so it's it. Okay. I thought that was an interesting description of kind of. It's it's hard to separate your thoughts and your feelings from whatever is in the experience. But once you separate from it, which I think is similar to awakening, once you separate from it, then even though you can have those feelings and those thoughts and the experience in totality, it isn't as consuming. It isn't as overwhelming because you know that there is a different outlook. You know that it's like it's not your, it's not your, it's not the end of the world. It's not like this is not everything that the world is. There's more to it. Right. It's just like the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like the Laura's would say. It's like just the tip of the iceberg. You have no idea. But even when I listen to, I love him. He's really cool to listen to. Like I've listened to a few of his. Um, I like. Yeah. 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 He has like 15 minutes or he'll pick a t- subject or whatever topic and he'll do even like. 10 minutes or whatever. And I like that because I can start my day. I choose some good uh, talks, yeah. you know, get that in my mind, understand. Um, you know, it, it's good to open your mind too before you start your day, like fill yourself up with like a lot of good stuff. So, so that way throughout your day, you're not like, I mean, you can fill yourself up through the whole day, of course. And some of us have often and some don't um so if you don't then you can fill yourself up before you go to work or whatever your day is like um you know because i mean when i would work full time there was no way i could listen to this amazing good stuff throughout the day because i worked at the bank so you couldn't really fill yourself you had to do it before what you would want to do it before because by the time you're done working most of us are like on to the next part of our lives. So that's kids, mm-hmm. uh, someone else they have to take care of. Um, like my aunt, she has to take care of her sister who's handicapped. And uh, so her kids are grown, but she's still dedicated to 24 seven taking care of my aunt. And I look at that because I'm like, wow, how some of us really have a full deck of cards. Like my aunt's not free to just meditate. So, uh, you know what I mean? And so uh, when she quit her full-time job, I understand why she made herself sick because she needed to have the rest of this part of my aunt's life to dedicate her life to care for her because my aunt won't live until she's, you know, my handicap aunt, she won't live until, you know, like they don't live into their 80s and 90s. And, you know, I feel like, sometimes they don't have that ability to go that far in life. And I think it's super special because they're already up there in age. You know, my aunt's 60 and her sister's 56, you know. So it's like, you know, 
that part of your life. You don't have, I mean, maybe for us, and maybe when you're in tune, you have the ability to go as far as you can in life, like age-wise, but sometimes people just don't. They have too much worry. They have too much too much on their shoulders where they're just, they only have another 20 more years or 15 more years or 10 or, I don't know, I just look at life like that and how it gave my aunt the opportunity to spend every day with, like, I don't look at it as a bad thing that she had to care for her sister. It's like, wow, it's the most amazing and precious thing that she really gets to bond and be super close with her. And every day she gets to spend morning until they love it they're just like two little peas in a pod style like they just they can't be without each other it was well, i it was, think it's a blessing that yeah that or for those particular situations because you know those people are well i don't know i say that and i'm in some i'm in some groups online where people in all honesty it's an elderly support group yeah um and i mean an elderly care support group and I joined it because when my mom was sick, one of the times, this was when she had, uh, I don't know, some kind of oxygen deprivation. I think she had pneumonia. So we didn't know what was going on, but she she wound up having pneumonia. So she pulled off like a two liter bottle full of, I think it was, I don't know how much it was. Maybe it was just 42 ounces. It was a lot of fluid off of one lung. Oh, wow. And yeah, so she was having the the worst part about it was is it like she changed who she was like she, i mean i knew she could be mean sometimes but she was yeah there was a there was a boundary you know like she right. in general wasn't mean and i had not that i hadn't ever seen her be mean in my entire life but this at this moment it was like the meanest of the mean ever came out like i was like who the who is this person you right. know um in the meanwhile i'm trying to get her to go to the er and blah, blah, blah. And so that's pretty stressful to have your, your loved one change who they are. Um, yeah. you know, my situation was, yeah, my situation yeah. was different, but, uh, I, I know people who too, who their excuse me, their spouse has, um, a brain injury or they have a wreck or something and their, their yeah. personality changes. And, you know, if it yeah. doesn't happen really fast, sometimes they don't even notice that it's, you know, because right. of the wreck. Um, right or because of the injury or what have you. Um, right. And, and there are people who struggle with the experience itself. I think we all struggle on some level with all, all of our experiences, but, uh, right. but it is, I kind of do look at it as a, whatever life is for you, it is kind of, it's the blessing. It's the, it's the thing you chose to experience. Yeah. It's teaching you something regardless if um, it's that exactly like where it's so hard and, and we don't have those kind of struggles or emotions on the other side. So that could be the exact lesson you you wanted to come and endure is like, wow, what is that struggle really like? What is that feeling really like? You don't know unless you're in it, unless you're taking it in and, and, and we all take it in separately. So like for me, if it wasn't my family member, I'm going to take it in super different than if it was like my family member, like I have to take care of you. So it's, it really is amazing. Like how we come down and how we endure the um, emotions, um, what, what we choose to have in our lives. But even then when I was reading this book too, to just revitalize my, or just recap 
uh, also is that, you know, even though those are in our lives, we, it's like life is a maze. So sometimes we get in those moments and we feel lost, we feel stuck. That's why we have to then reach for the higher self, for the guidance team. And we have to know that we're not in it alone. It's like, hey, all right, I do have a guidance team. I do have a higher self. I can ask for help. It's like, give me some ease so that I can understand this better. Or, you know, it's like, obviously, you want your family in your life. So we don't want to eliminate that. <laughs> you want to make it easier for yourself, for them. Um, so we can have a more enjoyable life. I, I think that's really cool with soul speak and with quantum healing. It gives you that opportunity to, uh, yeah, to look at life differently, to experience it differently, and and to know it's a lesson. And there's a few people that. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say it's a clearer message. Uh -huh. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's a forcing us to talk about those things. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get the messages one way or the other, you know, right. kind of like, you know, it's a, it's, let's say that, I mean, like I've known several people who are just really Christian, really yeah. about Christians and they, and they pray, which is great, right? That's connected right. to the higher sources. Right. Praying. Yeah. And sometimes some, they do it so well that they're good at getting the messages. Right. And, you know, they have a really fulfilled life. They feel good. They are connected to yeah. source. They have, they feel confident in what they're doing. And, mm -hmm. and they're, they're a perfect example of connecting to source. Yeah. Um, but sometimes also I've known people who, even though they do that, they feel a sense of disconnect. Whereas this, uh, this technique, you know, using the, the QHHT and the, and the soul speak, yeah. is a way of kind of bringing it to a just almost like a almost like reminds me of like sunday school where you go in and you have your lesson and you talk about it and you say what it means essentially almost everybody winds up saying what it means to them or how it applies and then in the meanwhile you're thinking about how it actually applies in your life right now you know right. um and it gives you a real sense of sound so it's very similar to something like that it's just not based around um you know a different structure it's yeah. more of an open-ended structure. It's, I think they get the wind up getting the same, the same message. Right. Right. Well, well I have, um, I'm, I'm going to have to head off here pretty soon. Okay. But I wanted yeah. to see what, it, what, how about if we do a QHHC session on me to deal with this arm thing and we can video it. Okay. I think that's a great okay. idea. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe next time I see you, we'll do that. Okay. Sounds good. All right. All right. Well, thanks, thanks for having me on. Yeah. Nice to talk okay. to you. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much, Blair. You are awesome. So anyway, I just want to say thank you guys for listening today. Thank you for wanting to join in on our conversation. Next time, I would love to add you in. Just give me a quick little um, heads up about what you want to talk about. If you just want to add your story. Um, I have added people in and it kind of takes over the podcast, but as long as you come in with a good solid question, you know, I'd love to answer it. I'd love to talk to you guys. I feel so much love every time that I come on here. I'm so excited to connect to you guys. Um, thanks for the downloads. Amazing. You truly are amazing. Um, I really appreciate it. 
Um, so if you have awesome, so if you have any issues that you want to talk about, so if you have any body aches, pain, symptoms, any of that, you know, reach out to me. I love to give you a soul speak session so we can do that privately, one-on-one, -on -one. just connect to me. You can go to my website, Jennifer Martinez, QHHT. Um, you can email me there, goes right to my email, um, and then I can do a Zoom call with you and me, or any kind of, you know, one-on-one -on -one face talk. So that way I can hear what's kind of going on in your life and maybe give you some guidance of, and, um, you know, of things that you can do to better, um, release those pains or issues or symptoms and um, also that that way you're essentially living your best life that's essentially the main goal of what I'm putting out not that you have to do what I say <laughs> it's just all on you it's what you say it's what how you live it's your belief system um, so really all I'm doing is help guiding you to, for you to live your best life and um, and then in that aspect, you know, you can carry on and do what you need to do in life. And that's what it's all about. So essentially, thank you so much for um, coming on here, interacting with us. Um, I'll try to do another session here soon and um, for a podcast. And um, yeah, so if you have a chance, check out Soul Speak, Language of the Body. It's incredible. Um, Julia Cannon, she's miraculous. Um, she received all this information from the higher self. Uh, so if you have that ability, that option, check the book out. Check out Dolores Cannon. Um, that is who essentially uh, came up with Soul Speak, or QHHT, I'm sorry, and her daughter is... Julia Cannon, so I just want to put a few of those there, um, and that's it, awesome, so remember to take care of yourself, treat yourself good, be kind to yourself, <laughs> um, and you know, don't be so hard on yourself, you don't deserve it, um, and that will always be my message to you, is to be kind to your own self, and, and if you can start out with, I always say this, start out with one good thing. You don't need to add in a whole bunch of things at once. So, um, like I said earlier, it's like if you can start out with just loving yourself and caring about your own self, it's going to help a lot. It's going to start to um, help you unwind as well. And um, I think that that would be great if that's the one thing you could do. And remember to laugh so important so find something that makes you laugh and uh, and the whole reason why you're even here on the planet is to live your best life no matter what no matter what anyone says so if anyone's dragging you down and they're not letting you live your best life figure out why and maybe not take it in so hard and make go easy on yourself when it comes to that you know and and when you do figure it out and you're laughing, and you're joyful, that's it. You're, you're doing it. You're living your best life. Um, so whatever that looks like for you, because we're all super different, and um, we're just 
different, unique in our own personality and way, but we're still all one. We're still human. We're still all connected to the other side. Um, but you have angels. You have a guidance team. You have the higher self. So no matter what, you're not alone. You have them on the other side, and you just need to believe that. Once you do, literally the doors open, and you'll see signs. So pay attention to the signs. It could be out in the open. It could be a store sign. It could be in your car. It could be um, on the phone, on the Internet. There could be signs. Um, so pay attention to that. Become aware of it. Um, it's almost like have fun with it. Have fun with life. You know, do fun things, things that bring you joy um, and fun, you know. So uh, anyway, I just want to say thank you for all the downloads. Thank you for coming to my page. I just feel so much love when everyone pops in and, um, you know, says hi. That's great. And if you want to be in on the conversation ever, I would love for you guys to just tell me what you're going to say uh, before, you know, say, hey, I want to talk about myself. I want to say these issues. Then I'll add you in. Um, otherwise, that's what I need. So otherwise, I won't um, until you type it in the message um, on the board when I am live. And uh, hopefully I can do it again soon. So lots of love. Thanks so much for um, coming to my page. So again, you can check me out at www.jennifermartinezqhht.com and um, or you can go to Dolores Cannon's page uh, and check her out. She's awesome. So thank you again. Lots of love. Have a great day and treat yourself kind. Yeah.